0: Happy New Year! 2023 will be your best year yet. Amen. Hallelujah! It's going to be our best year yet. We, didn't, you know, we don't we don't plateau. We just we just go to another level. Amen. You might need to write that down. I don't plateau. I go to another level. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Mm. You know, the song they just sang, Majesty. The first song that the first the first part was written by someone else, but the the older song that they they tied it into was a song that was written back in the late 70s. Uh, I think she actually wasn't really produced until 1981, but it was initially written in 1977. And um and, and as I was, because the Lord was speaking to me for the last really week and a half over this one, this word, and and and, and so it caused me to think about this one word, and then the word was word is majesty. Um. And uh, and I, I was uh, so I came across this song, and I, I was familiar with the song, and and it was a really popular song, and but when I saw heard the story of, of how it was written, it was written by Jack Hayford. Was a pastor in Van Nuys, California. Pastor that church for over fifty years, and um, and him and his wife had the opportunity to go to England for the Queen's twenty fifth uh, inaugural year of her being her reign there in nineteen seventy seven. And there was something that he was just taken back by, and he was just taken back by the 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 whole commencement of everything the. The show that they put on, all the things that they do and, and walking into the palaces and walking into the buildings and, and walking into the hall, these great halls and these great things that, that, you know, we might only see if you ever watch Downton Abbey or something like that. And this, you get this perspective of the, this, the show that they put on and for these monarchs. And, and, and so it was just something he was taken back by, but he, he couldn't really, place it and they got in the car to drive away and and he got quiet and he was, he was just seeking the Lord about it. And he goes, I want, I need to, he goes, I'm trying to catch a word. I'm trying to describe what I just experienced, but I want to, how do I relate this to the kingdom? How do I relate this to the kingdom of God? And he's sitting there grasping and for this word and he, and he couldn't find what this word and he's, he's thinking about it. All of a sudden the word majesty came to him. He told his wife, he said, he said, get a notebook out and, and get a pen out. And he, and he sits there and he, and he's thinking about God and thinking about Jesus. And, and all of a sudden he, he, he writes that song while his wife is, is just writing it out. Majesty, majesty. And he was, he was saying this, what I saw here in the natural was something that was grand. It was something amazing. He said, but, but, but it it cannot be compared to the King of Kings or the Lord of Lords. And, and, and I think there's a, this aspect of majesty that we need to understand as we step into 2023 is understanding majesty is not just something that is great, is not something that is wow. You know, a lot of times when you think of something that's majestic, you know, Annette and I've had the opportunity to travel and, and see things like, you know, um, uh, the, going to, um, uh, drawing a blank on on, on the the mountains in in Northern California and and seeing going up and climbing up Nevada Falls and you see these falls coming over the edge and, and splashing at the bottom and you can look at it and you can say it's something majestic. You know, um, looking, looking in Italy and looking across as taking a train and just looking at the view and you can just see, man, it's just something that's majestic and it's, and it's something that you're saying that because you can't really describe it and you could try to take a picture of it, but the picture wouldn't do it justice. You could get it printed out and you could make it make it large and have the best camera in the world and, and to be able to see this picture. But if you but when you see it firsthand, it's so much greater than you can ever imagine. Things like the Grand Canyon or standing at the Ngorongoro crater in Africa and, and, and looking out and seeing that one of the seven wonders of the world. And you're looking at this massive crater and you're like, wow. And the only thing you can describe it is with this word Majestic. And it's almost like, it's like all you can say is, wow. And then you say it backwards, wow. <laughs> and that's really all that you can, you can do it. And it's almost like, you know, you go into these great buildings and seeing some of these great churches that were built centuries ago. And, and you, you go in there and it's like, even though God may not be there now or, or whatever, you look around, you're just like, man. But it's only a... It can only be a part. It can, but, but if that is so great, what is God like? Yes, yes. And there's something I believe that we need to get into into our understanding and get back to in our lives that we may have lost. And it is the all factor. Yes. Not all as in A-L-L, but all as in A-W-E. All. There's there's scenery that I there's places that I've happened to go and been back to multiple times and but yet because I saw it before it didn't have the same awe effect even though it was still great nothing changed about the scenery but something changed about me you know I saw it already. And I think if we really be honest with ourselves, we may have come to the same place with God in the same moment that I've heard that before. I've heard that scripture before. I read that story before. Yeah, God did this. God did that. I saw miracles years ago. But 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 what happened? We've lost our all factor of who he is. We've lost his majesty. We've lost his, not just his greatness, but his goodness. See, majesty isn't just defined in something that's great, but it's also majesty is seen in his goodness. Majesty isn't just found in his strength, but it's also found in his beauty. When was the last time you went to the word of God and all of a sudden you got overtaken by the presence of God and the all factor hit you because you saw something that you needed at a particular time and period in your life? When was the last time that, that you came into church and, and you had the, you, you, you were in worship and all of a sudden you, you, you weren't focusing on anything else. You weren't focusing on, okay, when this is, when is this going to be over? You weren't focusing on, oh, I was sure, wish they'd hurry this up so we could hear the word right now. Or why are they doing that? Because I want to hear the word right now. When do we get this thing where, where where we lose this whole adoration? Because it's not just it's not just seeing him as being all-powerful, but at the same time, it's having this sincere adoration that he's in the room. It's this sincere, overwhelmed feeling that God is here. Yeah. God is here. I come to church on a Sunday morning because I want to hear from God, not just from Pastor Justin or Jerry Savell. I want to hear from God today. I want to come and I want to God. I want to give you everything today in worship today. I want, I just want to push things aside because, because just like Danny said, that's how we fight our battles. That's how we fight our battles. When you can lift your hands, when things aren't going good, that is when you're releasing your most highest form of faith. Majesty. Majesty. Without reviewing things I've talked about in this and going to another level. Just in reference, we've talked about the the ground, the the soils, the, the soils of the heart. The wayside ground, the thorny ground, the good ground, and it was in that good ground was the ground where they heard the word and they understood the word and they brought forth maximum harvest. But a lot of times we can come into church and our hearts are overwhelmed by all the cares. All that I have to do and all that I have to accomplish. See, that's the problem. You're trying to do it yourself. Is all that you're thinking you have to accomplish. God wants to do it with you. God wants to do life with you. And so this heart that, that I'm referring to this morning is, is this good ground, this good heart, this ground, that's this heart that is good ground is a heart that is totally looking at his majesty. Go to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. I'm sorry, Philippians 3. father his majesty i'm going to read this in the the amplified and start in verse 10 becky can you put that up there philippians chapter 2 verse 10 (coughs) in the amplified now list this for my determined purpose is that i may know him see that's that's a heart decision So we can be determined about so many things. But this is what we need to be most determined about. My determined purpose is to know Him. Now listen to this. What does this really mean? That I may progressively become more deeply, (coughs) excuse me, and intimately acquainted with Him. Deeply and intimately acquainted with Him. Perceiving and recognizing... And understanding the wonders of his person. Wow. Think about that. Perceiving. See, that has to do with seeing something. Recognizing something. And understanding. What was the good ground? The good ground was all about they heard the word. Those that have eyes to see, ears to hear, and heart to understand will bring forth more fruit. So this is all about coming into a greater place of understanding. It's coming to a place that my eye, that I could have eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to understand. What is it understanding? The wonders of His person. The wonders of His person. It doesn't matter how long you may have wore the label of a Christian. You have never yet to fully know the wonders of His person. If you, if you are, have stopped pursuing him, you, your life will not grow any more than where you are right now. Yes. You can have these dreams of greater, these dreams of more, of doing more, doing this, going this, have, and obtaining this position, attaining that. But your life will only go beyond your ability to pursue and know him. See this to know him, be more deeply, intimately acquainted with him, perceiving it, recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. I want to know him more. more strong, more clear. and that I may in the same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection. To be to know, to be intimately acquainted with the power that is outflowing from the, His resurrection. How many of you can say that you felt the power of God before? But the thing is, is you've only seen part of it, felt part of it. Why? Because He is majestic. In in the Word, there's so many different scriptures that talk about His majesty. I mean, in the book of Job, it referred to God's majesty and compared it to gold. I think it's Psalm 76. It talks about his majesty and compares it to mountains. See, the only thing they can do is take something that is natural to try to describe something they truly can't describe. That's why we always have to pursue Him. His majesty. Being in awe of Him. And all of who He is. See, it's in our ability to see Him in a greater way that will cause us to operate in a greater way. You know, Hebrews 11 just talking about seeing because this this all has to do with the heart because remember it's having eyes to see ears to hear and a heart to understand that's, that's my daily prayer for every single one of you is that you have eyes to see him that you would have ears to understand to hear him you'd have a heart to understand him That's that's our prayer for you because I know if you do that your life will not be the same in Hebrews eleven twenty seven 27, it, it, it talks about, uh, it talks about Moses and it says this, it says that, that he didn't, he forsook Egypt. He, he, he forsook his, his past. He forsook where he learned everything. He forsook the palace. He forsook everything. And it said, not fearing the wrath of the King. Why? Because he saw him who was invisible. I mean, Moses could turn his back on comfort. He could turn his back on everything unknown. Why? Because he could see Him who is invisible. It's about seeing Him. In Second Kings chapter six, it, you, you, you see this story about Elijah, and, and here Elijah, and this army is coming, uh, coming and surrounding them, and, and the servant Elijah is getting kind of worried, and he's not sure exactly what to do, and he goes to Elijah and he says, he goes, "Come on, Elijah, um, man, um, do you see this army? Do you see this army all around us?" And Elijah was like, "That's nothing." And he prays and he lays hands on it and he prays to God and he says, God, open his eyes that he can see. That there is more with us than there is with them. And the servant's eyes opened up. The servant's eyes opened up and he saw He saw flames of fire and he saw chariots surrounding. And all of a sudden he could say, wait a minute, we got this. We've got this. We've got this. But see, the issue is, is they had to be able to see something. They had to see majesty. They had to see the strength of God and the goodness of God. And it was in that they had the ability to rise up and say, we can win this. And it's the same way in your life. If you don't see him as all powerful and good, then you won't know, you won't believe that he will flow through and for, and he won't operate for you. You have to see him as not just strength, but beauty. You have to see him not just as greatness, but see him as goodness. So my prayer is your eyes will be open to all the possibilities. All things are possible. To him that believes. You're thinking about seeing. And and getting the right perspective on things. In Numbers chapter 13. You just make note of it. Numbers chapter 13. And you hear this. this, It starts out in verse 1. Of Numbers 13. And God tells Moses. He goes. I want you to send out. The children of Israel. And I want you to. Now listen to this. Send them. To the land I have given them. He didn't say, I want you to go send them out to the land that they have to fight for. And that they have to take. No, all he said, tell them to go see the land that I've given them. They sent out 12 spies. You know the story. A lot of you know the story. Ten of them came back with what the Bible calls an evil report. But two of them came back with a good report. Yeah. Ten of them came back and said, hey, yeah, it's exactly like you said it was, Moses. There's, there's, there's grape clusters that they have to carry on, on, on these stakes between two men And it goes, yeah, it's exactly like you said it, but there's giants in the land. Joshua and Caleb said, hey, yeah, it's like you said, and we're well able. To do this. Amen. But what did the ten say? The ten said something this said something like this. It said, We saw ourselves like grasshoppers in our sight, and we saw, and they saw us like grasshoppers in their sight. Now, how do they know what they thought? How did they know what the enemy thought? They were 12 spies. They didn't go, hey, um, you know, giant, um, do I look like a grasshopper? (laughs) I mean, I mean, did did they have a conversation with them? No, they were going by what they thought. And for my own own life, I I, I live my life too much on based on what I thought instead of what does God think? And so the thing is, is they had this image in this perspective of, of them being grasshoppers. So the issue now, now listen to this, because this I've preached messages on this. Yes. The issue was they saw themselves as grasshoppers, but I believe the biggest problem is they didn't see God big enough. The issue really wasn't about themselves seeing themselves as grasshoppers. They saw God is not being majestic enough. To psalms 96 psalms 96 thank you father thank you father yeah i'll do that thank you father I printed this out um i want to read this in the the passion translation Psalms 96, now just listen to this. Verse 1, go ahead, sing your new song to the Lord. Let everyone in every language sing Him a new song. Don't stop, keep on singing. Make His name famous. Tell everyone every day how wonderful He is. (laughs) Hey, this, this is a great evangelistic tool right here. Now think about it. Tell everyone, everywhere, how wonderful he is. You, you want to know how to how to witness to people? Tell everyone every tell tell everyone every day how wonderful he is. Well, I don't know how to witness. Any. Tell everyone every day how wonderful he is. Well, Pastor, I, I don't I really don't know how to preach to someone. It doesn't matter. Tell everyone every day how wonderful he is. See, when we tell you at the end of service, go give him Jesus. Do you know what I'm telling you? Tell everyone every day how wonderful he is. But the problem is, do you really believe how wonderful he is? Or have you lost your all? If you lost your all and his majesty, then you're not going to tell people how wonderful he is. It says, give them the good news of our great savior. Take the message of His glory and miracles to every nation. Tell them about all the amazing things He's done. For the Lord's greatness is beyond description. And He deserves all the praise that comes to Him. He is our King God. And it is right to be in holy awe of Him. Other gods are absolutely worthless. For the Lord God is Creator God who spread the splendor of the skies. Listen to this, breathtaking brilliance and all inspiring majesty radiate from His shining presence. His stunning beauty overwhelms all who come before Him. Surrender to the Lord Yahweh, all you nations and people. Hallelujah. Surrender to Him. In the New King James, it says, But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. Hallelujah. Majesty. We worship His majesty. Unto His throne. Unto His own. Hallelujah. His majesty. Go to Micah. Micah chapter 5. There's other scriptures, but I believe where I can go forward. Micah chapter 5. Hallelujah. Mm. Just say, I worship His majesty. Thank you for your healing presence in this place. Thank you, Father. Verse 3. says, Therefore he shall give them up until the time that she who is in labor has given birth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock. Now, if you know what he's referring to here, he's referring to the prophesy, prophesying of Jesus' coming. Because this is all about what's going to happen in Bethlehem. Verse 4 says, And he shall stand and feed his flock. Now, listen to this. In the strength of the Lord. In the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. Let me read verse 4 again. And he shall stand. Who is he talking about? Jesus. And Jesus shall stand... And feed his flock. But how is he going to do it? In the strength of the Lord and in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. He's going to do it in the strength and in the majesty of the name of his Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yes Father mm. hallelujah mm. His Majesty mm. thank you, Father so if if I think about this, this things that are coming up in my heart, not because I don't know what to do, but <laughs> sometimes you don't but <laughs> Because the most important thing for me is for you to hear his heart this morning. David prayed a prayer over his people. And you can make note of it. It's in 1 Chronicles 29 verse 11. And he, he prays this prayer and he, and he says, And it would be in the, the, the greatness and the goodness and the victory. And he says, and in the majesty of the name of the Lord our God. And yet here in, in Micah, Micah's prophesying and saying this one is going to feed his flock. He's going to do it in the strength in the majesty of his name. I, I mean, if you look at Jesus, because everything points back to Jesus. You want to see the majesty of God? Look at Jesus. What are we seeing? We're seeing his greatness and we're seeing his goodness. When we look at Jesus, we're seeing the strength of God and the beauty of God. We're seeing the strength of him. We're seeing the beauty of his plan. Jesus said, it says, of, uh, he, he, and I think it's John 14, he, he tells Philip, he goes, hey, he goes, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. You know what the majesty of God looks like, Philip? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Colossians 2 said, says that Jesus is the visible representation of the invisible. Wow. So when I look at Jesus, I'm seeing His majesty. When I worship Jesus, I'm worshiping His majesty. When I use the name of Jesus, I'm releasing His majesty. But are we in awe of Jesus? Or is He just a name we use? It's in Hebrews 12. and It says, what? Lay aside every weight. Lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets us. It says, run your race with endurance. What does it say? Looking Unto Jesus, looking, looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus. You see, if you see yourself as insufficient, you see your your obstacle too difficult to surpass, then you're not looking at Jesus. You're going to be. Ju- we're going to be just like the children of Israel, seeing ourselves as grasshoppers. But you might use the word failure. But you're not looking at Jesus. Look at, uh, go to Hebrews 2. Hebrews 2. Say, I worship His majesty. Thank you, Father. Hebrews 2. Thank you, Father. Hmm. Thank you, Father. Verse 8, for the sake of time, we'll look at verse 8. It says, you have put all things in subjection under his feet. Talking about Jesus' feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not to put under him. But now, we do not yet see all things under him, but we see Jesus right now right now you you might be walking through a storm right now you might be going through the most difficult thing you've ever walked through right now you may not feel good about yourself or or uh, or recognize who you are in Christ and you may be you may be looking at your situation and seeing it as is I'll never get beyond this this will always be the way things are and if that's the case you have to understand he goes well yeah right now I haven't seen victory in every area of my life but you know what I can see Jesus Right now, you might not see the victory, but hey, but can you see Jesus? Yes. The issue isn't, is your life perfect right now? But the question is, can you see Jesus? Can you see Jesus? Go to Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. His majesty. When we see Jesus, we're seeing His majesty. Hallelujah. Look at verse 16. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stop there for a moment. We did not follow cunningly devised fables. What are fables? Made up stories. When we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This, this life with Jesus is not a fable to me. This is not because I couldn't find anything else to do with my life. This is because he found me. I reached out to him. I, this isn't, I, I don't stand up here on Sunday mornings. Dr. Paul doesn't stand up here on Sunday mornings and, and give you some sort of make-believe story. I try to endeavor to give you the reality of what my relationship with God is like. And my walk with him over the last now 30 years. So this isn't some story. This is the, the, a sermon on a Sunday morning isn't just a story. It's not just a, something good to say. No, my heart, our heart is for you to hear the Father's heart. So, so Peter is trying to tell them, look, we're not coming to you with these fables. When we came to you and said that, that, that he's powerful and he's coming again. This isn't just a made up story. Because then he says this, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He said, he goes, these aren't stories to me. He goes, Peter's saying, these aren't stories to me. These were, I, I was an eyewitness of his majesty. What is he referring to here? He's referring to, uh, I believe it's Luke chapter 9, when, when all of a sudden him and, and, and two other the disciples went up with Jesus on the Mount Transfiguration. And there they are. And they see Jesus transformed into the glory of God. Something so radiant, something so bright, they couldn't describe it. It was so amazing that he said, hey, let's build three tabernacles here. Meaning this is so amazing. I don't want to come off this mountain. And God speaks from heaven and said. Hey this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. I mean Peter saying, saying were eyewitnesses of this. Were eyewitnesses of this. Peter did not lose his all. There's times in my life, being honest, that where Christianity or even ministry can just be just everyday life and not be in all. You get so busy that even your serving can, can, can get to a place where it's just serving, but you're not realizing that, that I get to do this for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I've seen I've heard you know seen and talked to different worship leaders over a period of time where where they are like, Well, it just came to a place where it was just singing. No, it's not just singing. I need fresh manna every day. But I won't get it if I'm not in awe of him. Jesus made this statement in John 5, he uh, verse 20. You don't need to turn there. It says, for the father loves the son and shows him all things. So if he showed him all things, do you think they were majestic things? For the father loves the son and shows him all things that he himself does. So God is saying, he, he shows me everything that he does. All the miracles, all the miraculous things, everything that God does, it says, I show it to Him. All the things that He Himself does, and He and He will show greater works than these. Now, listen—that you may marvel, that you may marvel. God's saying He's going to show you things that are so majestic that's going to cause you to marvel and be in awe, being all of Him. Hallelujah. We worship His majesty. Go to Luke 9 and we'll close with this. I worship His majesty. I I, I desire to see Him in a greater way so I can walk in a greater way. I believe our year of going to another level has everything to do with his Majesty, being in all of Him. When I'm in all of Him, I'll put His Word first place. When I'm in all of Him, it won't be a big deal to get up and pray. I'm in all of Him; it won't be a big deal to to uh, to to share my faith with other people. Why? Because I'm in. I'm just in so in all of Him. Luke chapter nine. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Father. Now, that I just told you a little bit of the story about the transfiguration on the mount. Where do you to start, Lord? Starting in verse 37, I just wanted to share this. This is about when Jesus came down from the mount transfiguration. And it says, Now it happened on that next day when they had come down from the mountain, that great, great multitude met him. Suddenly a man from the multitude cried out, saying, Teacher, I implore you, look on my son, for he is my only child. And behold, a spirit seized him, and he suddenly cried out. It convulsed him so that he foams at the mouth, and it departs from him with great difficulty, bruising him. So I implored your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. And as he was still coming, the demon threw him down and convulsed him. Now listen this. Then Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the child, and gave him back to his father. Now look at verse 43. And they were all amazed at the what? The majesty of God. Wow. Mm. Signs and wonders and miracles are the majesty of God. Thank you, Father. His majesty. That's what they compared it to, His majesty. And they saw His majesty. As a church, I believe we need to be a place where people see His majesty. They come into this this building and they sense His majesty. They see His majesty. They hear His majesty. They understand His majesty. And out of that, they bring forth maximum harvest. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Psalms 145 says, I will extol you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Verse 5 says, I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty. As we begin this year and we go through this beginning this this month and we go through these 21 days. And the church is going to be open from 633. Every morning for the next 21 days, we'll be going through the gospels if you haven't signed up for first things first. I'm gonna encourage you to do so on our on our app that way you get a scripture. You can't make it here. Encourage you, set set aside a time. You say, Well, Pastor, I go to work by 6:30. Well, well, invest, make it make a decision to do something you haven't done before. But this is what we need to be doing in this season: meditating on the glorious splendor of His Majesty. <sighs> Revelation chapter two puts it this way: coming back to your first love. Because I had all these great things, you've done all these great things, and and I, and I know you've done this, and and I hate those people just like, you know. You, You know, just like you. He said, but there's this one thing. He goes, you let go of your first love. I believe first love equates to getting back to seeing His majesty. Just lift your hands and worship Him for a moment. Just push everything to the side. Hallelujah. Worship His majesty. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you. We praise you. Meditating on his majesty is making room for him in your life. Oh, worship him. We worship you. We worship him. you're here or whether you're at home just lift your hands and if all you can do right now is just remember the day that you made Jesus the Lord of your life if you have to go back to that moment and go back to that period of time and regain the awesomeness of what it was when you invited him into your life. Lord hallelujah that you are amazing you are awesome you are wonderful hallelujah you are more than we could ask think dream or imagine hallelujah I thank you that you crowned our 2023 with the goodness of God I thank you that we will see your goodness in the land of the living hallelujah we will see your strength and your beauty we will see your greatness and your goodness hallelujah we thank you for it hallelujah if you're here and you have sickness in your body, I want you to come forward. Man, just continue to sing that. Just continue to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just to come to work, continue to worship the Lord. Just worship out of your heart. The Bible says, Sing a new song unto the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 The healer is here. The healer is here. The healer is here. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. shut his majesty. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.
1: to Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. Joseph and Charlie. Hallelujah, even all the questions of of deserving things or this, that or the other. No, it's it's under the curse and she is blessed. Hallelujah, Jesus took the curse. Jesus took the curse. And I thank you that Jesus took the curse and gave us the blessing. So I thank you for the blessing of the Lord that equips, empowers, and strengthens and makes new. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. She is redeemed from every bit of curse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All sickness and disease is under the curse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, healing flow in this body. Oh, healing. Oh, healing. healing flow in this body so just a breath of fresh air breathe over her Lord just as you breathe when in the midst of chaos in the beginning when darkness was upon the face of the deep and you said light be it got rid of all darkness so I declare the Holy Spirit is working in this body and restoring this body Hallelujah. This body lines up with you. King of all Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Let's worship the Lord. 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 Hallelujah, thank you Father We worship the Lord We worship the Lord Hallelujah, restore Restore everything that the enemy has stolen Restore, 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 restore Hallelujah, restore Make it new, make it new Make it new Oh, thank you Father Oh, for Thank you Father Hallelujah Oh, restore Oh, thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! He's the King of Glory! Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Father! And if you have loved ones or children that are far from God, just lift your hands to heaven. Hallelujah! 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 Just lift your hands to heaven. Oh, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, Hallelujah! Uh, we have that microphone. Hallelujah! I want you to prophesy over their children. Prophesy over their love. It could be a parent. It could be parents. It could be Hallelujah. The direction was if they had loved ones that were lost or children that are far from God. Okay. And I just sense like just something needed to be declared, decreed.
2: Okay. Oh, Father, right now in the Do name of Jesus. Lift. We release your majesty. Wherever those kids are at, whatever they're doing. Right now, I sit in Christ Jesus in the third heavens. And I take dominion and authority over every demon assigned. To hold back every demon assigned. To hold them in bondage every demon assigned. To blind their minds every demon assigned. To bring deception and a cover up It's uncovered today in the name of Jesus Eyes come open today in the name of Jesus Ears open today in the name of Jesus You come out of darkness right now In Jesus name The majesty of God is released The glory of God is released Father right now I ask you to send laborers into their path That they will receive from when they open their mouth, the anointing of God arrests them, calls yes. them to attention, yes. speaks to the real yes. them, puts a demand upon yes. their calling and their assignment. Yes, you come home, kids. Yes. You, come yes. Home, yes. You, you come home, family yes, members. You come home, generals. You come home. There's several that have loads. I just see loads of accountability, loads of words that have become dormant in their hearts. Because of sin and being laxadaisical and what the list goes on and on, but right now the Spirit of God is stirring up the dry bones. Right yes, now, the yes, Spirit yes. of God is drying oh, up you, the heartbeat yes, of God, the passion yes, of God, yes, the Lord. fervency of God, the glory yes, of God, yes. the majesty of thank God you, is greater thank in them Father. than he that is in oh, the world. Father. And we declare their home. We declare they're free. We declare they're saved. We call them home now thank in Jesus' Father. name. Amen. Amen hallelujah. and Amen thank you Father Hallelujah, hallelujah
0: Hallelujah 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 Now we understand His majesty We understand His majesty And we understand that Jesus We understand that Jesus Just look at me When Jesus walked the earth He did it in the majesty of the name in the strength of the name. So not it's not just worshiping his majesty and being all of him, but but out of that being all of him, we then become carriers of his majesty. And his majesty, I could take you to other scriptures, but his majesty is what brought victory. When Jesus went to the lower parts of the earth. And it said that he said that he was raised. Romans chapter 6 said the glory of God raised Jesus up. What happened? The majesty that was in heaven. The spirit of God went into the lower parts of the earth. And brought the greatest victory that humanity has ever seen. And in 2023. 2023. You will see his majesty and you will see the greatest victories you have ever seen up to this time in your life. And you will be a carrier of that majesty. Everywhere you go, you'll be carrying his majesty. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Father. Thank you father thank you father Lord I thank you for healing barren wounds uh, healing barren wounds and the Lord says that is physical and it's spiritual healing barren wounds. Mm. <sighs> hallelujah mm. oh thank you father thank you for creative miracles mm. you would be able to give birth to your desired heart and also, that you'd be able to spiritually give birth to God's desire for your life. Mm. Thank you for maximum harvest, Father. Thank you for maximum harvest. Thank you for the year going to another level, the highest level attainable. We praise you, Father. Hallelujah. That we're coming, that there's some people here, you're coming out of darkness and into light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's some here the Lord just wants me to tell you. Lord saying, give me the next year of your life in a deeper way. And you will see things that you never thought possible would happen. Give me this next year of your life. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. You receive this today? Well, give Him a shout of praise. Amen.